couch potatoes. We have a special sound check for today. It is called Fuck West 123. <sighs> Fuck West 123. Mm. And that's because I've got my good buddy, my podcast baby daddy, yeah. Mr. Wesley here. From via VHS, not by a VHS, right, Wes? Well, whatever you know. What honestly, it's a, it's up to the uh, it's, it's up to the orator, whatever really? they want to say. Yeah, it's like Caribbean, Caribbean, I... tomato, tomato, that kind of. Although I've never heard anybody say tomato before. <laughs> Other because there's a wrong way to say things. Yeah, that's true. But whatever people want, whatever people want. Well, how did you intend it when you when you when you named your podcast? How did you? Intend I heard. It to be I heard. How do you hear it in your head? I hear via VHS. Is how I hear it. That's how I hear it too. But see, I mean, I understand the Aussies and the uh, my UK friends via. It just sounds more. Okay. What about Nick? Nick. Does he say yeah, Nick from Epic? Yeah, he says, he says he says via, via, doesn't he? Well, there's two options to that. Either one, he's wrong, or two, he's trolling me. Uh, I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> I think it's both. I think it's, it's both. both. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. That's also okay. I mean, he might be, maybe I'm wrong. I doubt it. <laughs> you named your podcast wrong. I could have. <laughs> Would you be surprised if I did? Nope. Okay. Not for a second. Okay. Not for one hot little second. Well, I was th- talking with you pre-roll tonight mm-hmm. about how I kind of am surprised. So we're on episode probably close to 20 of Rabbit Ears. And we haven't had you on since our first official episode for Parks and Rec, I think, right? Yeah. No, it was The Office. Yeah. Wait. It was Park. Wait, was it Parks and Rec or The Office? It was. You were Parks and Rec. You were the no, pilot episode. No, no, no. I was uh, The Office. That was the pilot episode. Yeah. I talked because I've watched The Office. I've never watched Parks and Rec. So you haven't been on since the fucking pilot, which I do not recommend you go no, back and listen don't to go, because I mean, that is no, some rough shit. No, I mean, it's better than my original pilot. Actually, no, it's not. My original pilot was pretty good, too. <laughs> but, I mean, it was really, it's it's the shit has changed a lot. It's changed a lot. It's actually, it's your second episode that got a little uh, a little crazy with you know, the helicopter noise, I remember. Right? That was, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was Parks and Rec with the WR. Yeah. Called up. Yeah, I did that. That was clever. That was clever on my behalf. Yep. Yeah. That was back when you used to name the episodes. Yeah, I mean, really, you know, it's... Just, and you used to edit you edit them for me, too, back then. You know, it really, you know, reminiscing about the early days of Rabbit Ears. If I could just kind of go... It's only been eight months ago, too. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's only been eight months. We're like, back when this used to happen. But it has changed so much. It really hasn't even been a year. Well, so first of all, let me just say a couple good things. One thing, I'm proud of the way this started, because it started like an expansion team or something. Like, you know, it, it just kind of eased into, like, you took it over which was awesome. That worked out great. Um, I, I remember when I thought rabbit ears needs to happen. I was sitting in a Burger King. <laughs> I was going to this, like uh, I was training for something for this job thing. And I was like mega early, like something happened. They had to push it back a couple hours. And I, I anyway, couldn't go home. So I went and sat in this Burger King. It was like the closest place. And I was just looking through these things. I'm like, man, that this TV show things need to happen. And eventually it was called rabbit ears. Uh, so yeah, that's like a historic moment. That's like when Doc Brown hit his head on the sink. That that's what that is for me. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So you haven't been on since the pilot, not even an official episode. No. As you've said, and as I've said, shit has changed since then. A lot. So what I'm going to do, um, if, for those of you who don't know what VHS is, Wes, why don't you give us a little 
overview of what you guys do over there. Uh, and by you guys, I mean you and your guests, because your your format's very much like mine is now. Yeah, that kind of happened. Where it's you and a rando. Yeah, that happened too, because um, I was moving around a lot, and some things happened, and it was impossible to uh, maintain the status quo. So I'm like, hey, that rabbit ears thing's working pretty well. Uh, so I kind of stole, I mean, I stole your format. Uh, because I like the way it worked <laughs> via VHS. Um, I stole shit from Justin Winters. Sarah married a movie geek. Kind of merged it with your flux capacitor, and that's how I come with with my um, take a trip back to whatever year this shit premiered. Yeah. yeah, we all borrow from each other. Oh yeah. Fucking, uh... I just feel bad for the guy who created air, all the things that we do. Like I don't know who he is, but uh, at, some, at some point, you know, patient X. I guess we'll call him or her. It could have been her started all this. And then now here we are. I'm going to say Justin and Chrissy started all of it. Cause they started back in 2000. Oh my God. They started in 2010 too. Didn't they? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh my God. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. That sounds right. Spoilers. Sherlock, which is the uh, series that we're reviewing today. It premiered in 2010. That's why it's clicking in my brain that that's a coincidence. Yeah. Anywho. Wes, tell us about your show via VHS. Uh, so VHS, if, if you... also Wes and I go off on mad fucking tangents, just Horrible, to warn yeah. everybody, we're gonna both of us together is a bad bad medicine. Um, so bad. So VHS, if you remember what that is, uh, you know, it's, it's it's a great medium. It's a great entertainment format. You know, you watch Netflix, right? Netflix is great. You get to skip commercials. You get to do all these things. But can you adjust the tracking? No, no, you can't. VHS, you could. Uh, so that's what it is. So we, I uh, review um, very old, usually uh, late 80s uh, pornographic material. No, I'm, not, I'm joking. A lot of bush. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it's, uh, you know, 70s, 80s, and 90s movies, the movies that were popular on VCRs that you, you know, wore the shit out of. And, you know, I invite a guest each week. They pick a movie. And uh, we review said movie and do our flux capacitor where we look at films to celebrate anniversaries that week. And, uh Yeah. You know, have a guest spotlight segment. It's fun. I like it. Nostalgia. Nostalgia for days. Days. I'm set. Honestly, days in a world where nostalgia ruled everybody's lady boners. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm realizing more and more as time goes on what a fucking sucker I am for nostalgia. So that yeah. everything sucks show that is um the trailer dropped for Netflix. I'm looking at it, it's like a pop up video is how the trailer is. I'm pop, like, oh my god, I have pop, to watch this. It's gonna be the best thing that ever pop, happened. Pop up just video. because it fucking pop up video. Just because it's nostalgic as fuck, I'm like, I'm gonna adore that and I can't wait to watch it. There's no I have no idea what the plot is. I have no I just know they're talking about trapper keepers. Fucking Lisa Frank and some pop-up video, and I am sold. That's all I need to see. You see, it depends for me. Like if 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 you're if you're selling me like like Stranger Things is great. Stranger Things has a lot of nostalgia in it, but it also has a story and its quality and it's really really good. Uh, and the nostalgia is like a bonus, so I'm all for that. But if you're just selling me something and it's just like you're clearly just targeting me as a demographic to get me excited about nostalgia. And it, there's nothing, no other quality to it, then it's kind of bad, and then it it kind of ruins nostalgia for everybody. Nope, I'm still yeah, in. Yeah, I just don't want the. They, I'm a nostalgia whore. No, I don't want them to ruin the '90s. You know what I mean? Like, no, you can't. That's why I love it. There's nothing they could. Do oh, to they ruin could. It. Oh, I just want to. Fu- no, nope. no, they could. Wesley, they they ruined like history is ruined all the time, all the time. The '90s and the '80s are untouchable. I mean, I hope you're right. They were so bad in and of themselves that there's nothing you can do to make them worse. Oh, no. They were the last great decades. 
They were the last. They were. They were. <laughs> I mean, they were the last great we're decade. So good. I mean, uh, you know, we lost our innocence. You know, at a certain point in time, and things just hasn't been as fun. You know, I mean, especially the eighties. People can say whatever they want. I'm not getting political, but like everybody had money. Like you know what I mean. In the eighties and the nineties, we had a budget surplus. All these things, and people were just having fun, and it was you know, people had less worries. Cocaine. Co- cocaine. Well, I was the eighties. I missed that on that. Uh, you know there's still cocaine around I just wouldn't recommend doing yeah but it. it's not like I wouldn't want to do that unless I was in a DeLorean or something or like hanging out with Tom Selleck <laughs> or or hanging out with fucking Patrick Bateman yeah that too well yeah I mean Wall Street I have like I have very strict rules about myself in drugs because I don't trust myself around things like that but if I was with the Rolling Stones I'd do whatever they told me to yeah you have to yeah yeah. All right, Wes. So since it's been ages and decades mm-hmm. and eight months since your last appearance, one thing that we do differently is we ask our guests to tell us a little bit about their television his- television history. So, like stuff that you grew up on, stuff that you you know hold close to your heart, stuff that you're into now, past, present, and shit like that. So, tell mm. me about some of your favorite TV shows. Jeez. Um, oh, God, I'm going forever. Um, obviously, you know, I cut my teeth on some of the same stuff you did, the Nickelodeon stuff, Slow Your Shorts. I think Clarissa Explains It All. Uh, what else was on there? All that, all the Nickelodeon stuff. You know, Nick Jr., Eureka's Castle. Oh, do you remember that Oh, my shit? God, yeah. I remember that and, a, and a Gullah Gullah Island. Gullah Gullah Island. Uh, what was the one uh, with the elephant? A skin of a rink? Oh, that was the elephant show. Yeah. 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 I've watched that shit. I love you in uh, the morning and in the afternoon. I love you in the. Yeah. 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 Underneath the moon. That. Yeah. It was the that elephant was like, show. Yeah. That was my jam. That was my jam, uh, too. And then uh, Ninja Turtles changed my life. Ninja yeah. Turtle. Actually, you know what? Okay, everybody like Ninja Turtles. I'll tell you the one that really changed my life. Motherfucking DuckTales. Woo! I fucking was love like my... DuckTales. Mm-hmm. DuckTales was like my first favorite thing like that I can remember. DuckTales, like, like really Rescue favorite Rangers, thing. fucking Darkwing Duck. Those Let's were my top dangerous. three. Tailspin was up in there. Tailspin was great, man. Tailspin Tailspin was they all amazing. had great theme songs, too. Yes, they did. I will not shit either. Great Sometimes where I'll go on YouTube and just listen to like '90s cartoon theme songs. There'll be like a 30 minute fucking montage of them, and I will just listen to them and sing along and dance. Chip and Dale's theme song is so hard. Like, it is. I mean, it is. I would love to hear like a hair metal band just do that Sometimes, live one time. Some crime goes slipping oh, through man. the cracks, but the throw a Van Halen solo in there. Are mm. picking up the slack. There's no, no case, case too big, big, no, no case, case too, too small. small. If you need help, just call Ch- 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 Chip and Dale. Yes, that shit was great. Um, so good. So uh, controversial. Uh, I think Family Matters beats the shit out of Full House. All the, I mean, all, like completely. Like it's not even close. Yeah, Family Matters all day. Really? Um, and oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite Family Matters episode. Uh, I can't remember the name of the episode. I can't remember really the plot. I just remember they had Larry Johnson on there, who's a player for Charlotte Hornets, and he dressed up as Grandmama. He had a character. Oh, yeah. Go, 
yeah, yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go Google Grandmama on uh, YouTube. Larry Johnson, basketball, Charlotte Hornets. Uh, yeah, he was on an episode of uh, Family Matters, and um, I think maybe Muggsy Bogues is on there too. I'm not I sure. I think so but... too. I want to say there was a lot of Hornets on there for some, for some reason. Because the Charlotte Hornets were the 90s, man. Like, they, Dude, yeah. they were all up in Space Jam. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, all over Space Jam. Like, the Charlotte Hornets were the shit. You had Muggsy. I think you had Muggsy and Larry Johnson in Space Jam. But maybe Larry Johnson was for the Knicks at that point. I don't know. Either I way. I know you had freaking um, Charles Barkley in there. Oh, yeah. Charles Barkley was in there. Yeah. Charles Barkley was one of my favorites. I actually had a video game called Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it was like a, it was like the first like basketball outdoor court pavement game. There was some cussing in it, which I thought I was hard as hell playing that on Super Nintendo. So it was like a white man can't jump situation. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Except you're playing against Charles Barkley and I was just, that's scary. That's better than playing against White Shadow, dude. Fuck that. Yeah, I guess so. I don't (laughs) know. It was scary though. But yeah, Family Matters. Uh, was a big one for me. So DuckTales, Family Matters, and then as I got older, um, you know, I I don't know. I really don't know where it kind of fell off for me. I watched a lot of Scrubs. And later Honestly, on. I just started, so Scrubs is on Hulu, all eight seasons I think it is. I've ne- I've always mm-hmm. caught like an episode here or there, but I never watched it. My spirit animal, Paul, it's his favorite sitcom of all time. I was like, dude, if Paul likes it this much, he and I have very similar tastes. Let me give it a shot. I think I just started season two, and I started watching it like two days ago. So I got through twenty four episodes in a day and a half. So, and mm-hmm. that's exactly as soon as I get off the fucking uh, recording with you. That's exactly where I'm going back to is Scrubs. Yeah, Scrubs is like, uh, it's it's you know what? It's a little underrated in a way because I I would almost as the show goes on, it's almost office level. Damn, like it, it gets. Yeah, it gets close. Now it's I mean the office is the best. Office and Frasier. Uh Frasier's another one I loved. Um that I think is that actually is probably my favorite sitcom. I think okay. Office is better, but I think Frasier's my favorite. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um uh, Frasier's awesome too. And now you've been off Cheers. of T V and anything new for the most part. You're watching Game of Thrones though, right? I remember you telling uh, me. Uh I'm behind on Game of Thrones. I uh I'm not. I haven't finished season two of this yet, but I'm watching it right now. Is the Crown? I like the Crown. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I watch Stranger Things, obviously. Uh, yeah. So I watch. I mean, I watch TV when I can, but I mean, I watch. Um, I stay busy with all the stuff I'm doing. I watch so many movies every week right now. <laughs> right. That uh, yeah, dude, a lot try of watching entire series of TV shows before you're fucking recording. Oh my god! See, I mean, that's you have an hour to two hour movie to watch. I've got fucking ass tons to watch. I don't know how I do it. Honestly, I think that I'm in a parallel dimension where time just like slows down for me to do it. Well, see, I'm just bad at binging. Oh, I'm great at binging. I'm a fucking star at binging. It's that's why I know I love Stranger Things because that's the only show I've ever binged, and I've binged both seasons. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, so that um I think I think I may have binged uh one of the first season of Daredevil. I think I watched that pretty oh, quick. Oh, that was so and, good. And uh oh, and I, another thing that I binged was the People versus OJ Simpson, which I thought was fucking incredible. I, I never loved, finished that. Oh my god, I love that. I, I mean, I like I like uh biographical stuff like that. 
Um, but yeah, that was really good too. Damn. All right. Yeah. There well, now go. everybody has a little a little slice of Wes, which you know you should probably get STD treatments for. So enjoy yeah, that. But it's never enough, though. It's never enough. <laughs> There's not enough penicillin in the world to rid no. you. Of. Once you've gotten Wes, you're never getting rid of it. No, it's when once you get a taste of Nestle Wesley, it's it's that's <laughs> all the, you know. <laughs> oh my God. All right, yeah, so what we're going to do, I'm going to take us back to 2010, <laughs> and then we're going to break for your promo and come back and talk all about fucking Sherlock. So before we take our break, oh my God, Wesley, I can't even tell you how excited I am to talk about 2010 with you. I was like, oh, when okay. I was looking at it, because that's the year that Sherlock premiered, clearly, and I was like, all right, so it's only, what, now eight years ago, just barely, so I was like, there's not going to be that much to fucking talk about, whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. All right, so 2010, the TV shows that were big were Fringe, which I'm sure you haven't watched, but it's fucking great and you no. should. Uh, 30 Rock, Scrubs, okay. coincidentally. Yeah. Desperate yeah. Housewives and Pretty Little Liars. Wait, that wait, that show is, Pretty Little Liars is that old? Yes. Wait, are we coming back or am I get, do I get to binge about, like, rant about that right now? No, you can bitch about shit right now. You can bitch about shit. There is no format for this. You bitch about it okay. as it comes to you. I've never watched one episode of that shit. Okay, I that, that used brilliant. to watch it, but I got irritated because the way that it would come up, because that was back when shit would be on demand for DirecTV, and it would be on demand out of order. So I was like, I'm so fucking confused. This is already a fucking confusing-ass show, but to have it be out of order, I can't keep up. I don't give a fuck. There's a teacher <clears> fucking <throat> is like 16-year-old student. I'm out. Well, so the thing is, like, okay, so this whole show was predicated on, like, there was this thing. I don't even remember what the thing was that happened. Like, there was a murder there or was, something. Yeah, somebody, they thought somebody died, and there was some secret person, A, that they had to look out for. Right. Like, it was just. Right. So, A. It was so complicated. But there was, like, I swear, every week, I would ask my wife, because she watched it, who, uh, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, they're about to find out who A is. I thought I thought they found that out last week. And then if I'm not mistaken, there was like 14 people that ended up being this. Fucking like, find that out, dude. I most... stopped watching that shit after like season three. I was like, I can't. I can't keep yeah. up. These girls are not pretty enough. I don't care enough. I can't do it. No. No. Yeah, it's, uh, no, no, they are very pretty, though. They're gorgeous. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's that. Um. Oh, and I just want to throw something else in there. Totally unrelated, but I just have to say it because I forgot to. Breaking Bad's the best show ever. I just yeah. Want to say oh, that real quick. Breaking yeah. Bad is amazing. Um, yeah. I fucking... It actually just had its 10-year anniversary, didn't it? Yeah, I know. its premiere. I, I was thinking about going back and, and binging it. Oh, um, dude. But yeah. It's... Saul Goodman is one of my favorite comic relief characters ever, and it's done so well. This is going to be my... Like, I want to not go on and on. So... I watched Breaking Bad all the way through, and then when Better Call Saul came out, I watched that. After Better Call Saul was over, I was like, I love Saul Goodman so much, I want to go back and watch like some of his like funniest clips from Breaking Bad. There is a scene in Better Call Saul where he pretends to be Kevin Costner and gets laid. They He references when he's in Breaking Bad, he's like, oh, one time I pretended to be Kevin Costner and got laid. I was like, dude, what the fuck? They are like so detail-oriented on this shit. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I need to finish Better Call Saul, but um, oh, I love yeah, it. Bob Odenkirk. I just saw him yesterday in the Post. Watch the Post; he was in it. I love Bob um, Odenkirk so much. Bob Odenkirk, if you're listening, you're my boy Blue. We love you. We love you. We love you so much. Forever. Forever. <laughs> All right, the movies that came out that year that were big: um, Black Swan, 
which was one of my favorites okay. that year. Darren Ar- Aronofsky, okay. Yep, True Grit, which was also amazing. Yeah, yeah that that is um that's another thing that's kind of underrated a little bit. I mean, it, I think it was critically praised, but it was uh, you know, uh, Rooster Cogburn, uh, Jeff Bridges was pretty damn good. Honestly, that's one of the few instances where the remake is better than the original for me. Oh yeah, I by agree. a lot. And it also has Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> and and Haley Steinfeld, who's becoming pretty That's big where she, Yeah, she jumped out from that. Um, Despicable yeah. Me came out that year. Yeah. You didn't watch, did you watch Despicable Me? I think I've seen one of them. The first one is actually really fucking good. I, I put off watching it for so long because like, this is going to fucking suck. I'm going to hate it. I actually love it. I'm, Another okay, great I, kids, sh- kids movie that came out that year was How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. Okay. Um, one of my top that. five movies of all time, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, came out. Mm, there you go. The other guys, which took me by surprise, I did not expect yeah, to enjoy me, that movie at all. Me too. I thought it was gonna suck, and I laughed my ass off. I Don't died. Go some waterfalls. Fucking Michael Keaton with the waterfall bullshit. Yeah. And Gator. T- <laughs> Fucking Gator. <laughs> Gator bitches better be wearing jimmies. <laughs> Now, don't play that shit. The shit that came out that year, the Karate Kid remake came out with fucking Jaden Smith and Jackie oh Chan, I think. Gosh. My goodness. That was a mm. fucking gift wrap turd without the rapping. Yeah. I feel bad for Jackie Chan for that. He... That was bad. Yeah. Another piece of shit that came out that year was Sex in the City 2. Oh, God. That I was a I'm a huge fan of the fucking original show. The movie sucks so much donkey dick that it's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> they are so bad, literally, literally and figuratively. Huh. <laughs> and then it was also a big year for 3D movies as we got Step Up 3D and Jackass 3D. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we were still in the middle of a recession that year, and it is so evident. <laughs> Clearly. We did get Scott Pilgrim, though. We got some really good fucking movies. Uh, we yeah, also I mean, got Scott some Pilgrim. fucking piles of shit. A lot. There's like lot. no in between. This is why I do a retro movie podcast. I'm like, hey, let's uh, review the 2000s. <laughs> no, let's not do that. There's no. like 10 movies. Um, no, nah, there's a lot of great. There, I love modern movies, too. I love current movies. I go watch them all the time. But um, yeah, retro movies. Where's that? They have a place in your heart that you can't, you can't, it can't be implanted on with new movies. It's got to be something that you saw in your youth and like shaped you. Yes. Mold right. you, shape you. There is some shitty fucking music this year. I'm going to play a little <laughs> game with you. Instead of naming them, I'm going to just straight say the song title and see if you know what song it is. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say something real quick. Okay. Now, if you were doing classic mo- rock. I would know everything you just you're about to say, but I'm probably not going to know one of the songs you're going to say. But I'm going to try my best. All right, you ready? And yeah. the game starts now. The first one, "Love the Way You Lie." Mm. Mm. Uh, doesn't register. <laughs> Eminem and Rihanna, "Love the Way You Lie." I don't know how to go. I fucking okay. Play it. Insert yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I know, that was okay, like the biggest that. fucking song of that year. Is that the is that the BDSM song that she had? Yeah, I think uh, it's the one where like they light the house on fire or something in the music video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I vaguely remember this. Um, California Girls. 
mm, I'm I'm thinking David Lee Roth here. Wish they all could be. I know that's not that. Uh, oh, it's Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Yeah, I was right. I, I got it. Katy Perry. Yeah, I got that. Christ. I knew that because I'm right, I know number her. three. Uh, TikTok. Okay. Is that Kesha? Yeah. How the, I don't know how the fuck I knew that. I honestly, you know what's funny is I don't know anything about that song, but that's somewhere in the recesses of my brain. That yeah. honestly, there was a the lot of catch part. this year. I just picked one. Um, Jeez. All right, so some of these sucked. you're getting to artists where you might not know the artist. Feel free to hum a few bars if you know how they go. Okay. <laughs> Next one, like a G six. Something like a G six. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> garbage. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. All right. Forget you, aka fuck you. Celo <laughs> Green, what happened to him? That little bowling ball. I don't know. Like, he just, he just he like stopped the planet. He was great though. I um, remember when. <laughs> I remember when. Yeah. Wesley, bottoms up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> bottoms up, bottoms up. No, gosh. Let me see them jeans. Something, right, girl? I look. No, you wait. Something about the way you shake it in them jeans. Tell oh, security, we about to tear the club up. Bottoms up, something like that. That could have been any song in the past twenty years, right? <laughs> Hip hop, anyway. So I had this is off off tangent or off topic because we do that. So back when I was a manager at. Insert generic restaurant here. Um, yeah. This is back before I knew you, so I was working at a beach location. One of the other mm-hmm. managers was like this big fucking dude. He was probably like 300 pounds, and he was super fucking Nordic because he had like platinum blonde hair and was like so white he would sunburn as soon as the sun touched his skin. And he randomly had a fucking tramp stamp, which is whatever. I mean, good for you. <laughs> but the only fucking ringtones he would have on his phone were fucking stripper anthem so it was like um shorty got low and bottoms up oh my god <laughs> so i can't hear that song without thinking of him oh my gosh <laughs> see when i hear like new music like new like new movies there's a lot of good ones but when i hear modern music in the it's past terrible. two decades i just want the like super volcano and yellowstone just to happen like i just wanted to do it like just pull the trigger because damn all right, so there was one song on here that I couldn't remember. So there's one that we all know, which is "Baby," but you would never know it just by that title. It's Justin Bieber. Is that the Junior baby. Justin Bieber? Yeah, yeah it's little little baby Justin Bieber. And then the billionaire song. Do you remember that one? Uh, I feel like I do, but I want to be a I, billionaire so freaking bad. Maybe not. Buy no, all of that. the things I never had. What up, Oprah? You remember that? No, thank you God don't. I don't. It was like Bruno no. Mars and Travis something or other. Oh, okay. You know what? I, I might have okay. confession. Now, like I said, I don't listen to modern music. There's very few. I, I listen to like it, like this does not sound pretentious, but the only thing I could stomach from new music is indie stuff. But I am a sucker for Bruno Mars. I jam out to him <laughs> all the time, all the time. Love love him. He's he is the best. He's like. To me, in that Michael, he's getting into Michael Jackson Prince category for me. Like he's Damn. getting close. Yeah, like he's the man. He Damn. is. He's the man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's music. Mad props to Bruno. That's music. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. We have two more topics to cover before we go to our break. So celebrity deaths oh, from that year. Dixie Carter. Okay. Some of these people, okay. I should play alive or dead with you because I didn't know some of these fucking people were dead. So Dixie Carter yeah. died. Corey Haim died. I thought Corey Haim died a lot fucking so- like li- like further back than 2010. Yeah, I did. I did too. Yeah. Gary Coleman did not know he was dead. Oh, yeah. I remember that shit. That was Dennis sad. Hopper. Don't remember him dying. I totally thought yeah. Dennis Hopper was still alive. Uh, Rue McClanahan died and Leslie Nielsen died. Okay. I thought Leslie Nielsen was further back too, but that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, in other news, Conan replaced Jay Leno on the uh, whatever his late night talk show is. Oh, what a catastrophe. Not on Conan's part, but Jay Leno's the biggest dick in the world. Trust yeah. me. He's a dick. He is a dick. Uh, the iPad was introduced, and Betty White made her comeback with the Super Bowl Snickers ad. I don't oh, remember man. the ad specifically, but that's what brought Betty White oh, back I remember, into the public I remember eye. it. They've been doing that Snickers campaign for eight years. Did you I just mean, mention Snickers to me today, by the way? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> they, that, I can't believe that campaign's been going on for that long. Actually, it makes sense because Robin Williams is in one of those commercials as like Jesus. a football coach. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and cut to a via slash via VHS promo. And <laughs> on the other side of that, Wesley and I are going to go back to 2010 to present and talk about Sherlock. See you in a second. The Via VHS podcast is changing lives. Here's some testimonials. Bill from Tallahassee, Florida says, I was able to quit my job and get a Ferrari, just like Magnum P.I. Sue from San Diego, California says, Wow, it really helped with my crippling depression. Thanks, Via VHS. And Tom from Charlotte, North Carolina says, It cured my genital warts. Wow. Listen to the Via VHS podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Wesley and I are back, and we're ready to talk about 2010 through maybe 2017 Sherlock. We'll get into that in a moment, (laughs) right? Um, So the logline is a modern update finds the famous sleuth and his doctor partner solving crime in the 21st century London. Each episode, it had like basically three episodes per season. It had four seasons. Possibly there's a fifth one. There's a lot of like back and forth about whether or not there will be. But the last episode in season four was called The Final Problem and it was supposed to resolve everything. But each episode's roughly like a pretty short movie. So Yeah, you get it's a, a short lot. film. Yeah. yeah, you get a lot for your buck. It stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Martin Freeman, Una Stubbs as Mrs. Hudson, Rupert Graves as Detective Inspector Lestrade, Louise Brealey as Molly Hooper, Mark Gaddis uh, as Mycroft Holmes. He's also a writer for the show. And then Andrew Scott as Moriarty, Amanda Abington as Mary Watson, and assorted other cast. The The discussion on season five is that there's nothing that's in, there's nothing definite yet. It was supposed to end after season four. There's been a lot of rumors about Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch not exactly getting along anymore. Really? So I don't know if that's what to do with it. I, don't, I, it I find feels like It feels like the show has kind of lost its steam from my point of view. A little bit. So, 
with that being the overview, Wesley, actually, and then I will mention that it did air on BBC. For those of you who don't know, it's a British show. But um, you can see it on the Netflix. As it should be. It is streaming on the Netflix. And we just lost every British listener we ever had. I have none. Three cuckoos will hold strong, though. God bless you. <laughs> Those blimey bastards. Yes. <laughs> You don't keep up with much TV, but you you no. watched Sherlock. You didn't finish season four. I suffered no. through that two days ago. Mm. Spoilers. What? Why did you enjoy Sherlock, or why did you want to talk about Sherlock? Why did you enjoy watching it? Um, I just it's one of those things I knew I would like. I like the um, I even like um, um, Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes uh, movies, which a lot of people hate, but I think they're pretty awesome. Um, anything Sherlock, I've always been um excited about it. I've always been a big fan of the Cumberbund, uh, Benedict <laughs> Cumberbund. I, I think he's great. And, uh, yeah, just is something I was like, you know, I think I really, really like this. And I think my wife will too. And she watched it with me and we, I love snarky, cynical, asshole sense love of humor. It. And when people just berate you intellectually yes. and just where you want to dig a hole in the ground. I'm never <clears throat> on the bad end of that usually, but, um, you know, it is nice to watch people just get what they deserve, especially stupid people, even if they're not stupid. Yeah, I fucking love it. Yeah, I do too. I'm a big fan of a show that kind of exceeds my expectations, and I had very low expectations going into the show. I really enjoy a lot of British shows like Downton Abbey, Ripper Street, um, Peaky Blinders, stuff like that. I really uh, get Peaky. a big kick out of it. I love the way that they use the English language. I know that we're both using the same language, speaking the same language, but the way that they fucking sequence words and describe things, it just, there's something about it that makes me just go, God damn, that was just so perfectly articulated. I just, I love it. They, yeah. That makes sense. British dialogue is like a billion times better. It's like they, they mastered the language before America even existed. So like we inserted our own slang in our redneck, you know, I, I'm not putting down America, so I'm not doing no. that. But I'm just saying, we inserted our own vibe to it, and there's you know, an they, elegance to the way that they do it. it their delivery, their everything, it, and Sherlock is like the best example of it. Oh, it really is. Yes. Yeah, I he's mean, such. And, we'll just start off with the first episode, a study in pink, because, and honestly, that to me is my probably one of my favorite episodes of the yeah. entire series. It the way he talks to Anderson, who's like I guess the the chief forensic guy or whatever that's on the scene. He's like, turn around or don't face me. You're like throwing me off, and then they're like, yeah, just turn around, don't look at him. He's like, you can't even see me. He's like slamming doors in his faces, just like, <laughs> oh my god. You said you well, wrote down some of the fucking one liners or something like that, well, didn't you? I, I tried to. I, I remember one where he. I don't know if he was talking to Anderson or if he was talking to um, um, Doctor Lestrade, but. He was like, stop it. He's like, stop what? He says, you're thinking, I hear you, or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, stop, we're doing that. I can like, hear you thinking. Yeah, or so he said something to that effect. Like, he's just such an asshole to everybody. He's but, you such know, an asshole. I well, love it. My my thing with Sherlock was um, when I was, you know, watching that first episode, are they really going to be able to translate it to mo- the modern era correctly? Because I knew going in before I watched it, like it was derived from actual Sherlock Holmes stories. So I'm like, right, well, like these each stories book re- is basically an episode. Right, right, right. So um, my my thought is, how the how the fuck are you going to translate it 
that well to the modern age and it was, it's flawless. Like they have a way, like a modern perception of every single thing. Uh, my favorite element is the blog, like that, you know, Martin Freeman's yep. uh, Watson um, starts blogging about everything. That's where the books comes from. That's where their money comes from. And um, you know, that's, I mean, that's creative too. So yeah, that's, that's my favorite element of the show. Honestly, I really liked how they do it on the show where to get inside of Sherlock's brain, you can see what he's thinking. Like they put it up on the screen, like they write words or like they kind of point out things to you so you can see how he's picking up on his deductions. I thought Mm -hmm. that was really kind of fun and cool to kind of like almost be put inside of his brain and see how he's working it out. Well, also to think that, you know, this is obviously a fictional character and you know, the, the thought process is, of a fictional man, but other people had to think this shit up. I mean, obviously the books are old, but the dialogue and everything that's written is, you know, you have to be smart as shit to, to think of this stuff. And I mean, it's so well put together and so intelligent that it's just, it's, it doesn't really get old until season no. four. Well, <laughs> I feel like it's very fresh. Like I didn't really, we'll go episode by episode just for me. The first one is A Study in Pink, which is almost impossible to top because it's so witty. It's a great introduction to the characters. Like, the first time you meet Sherlock, he's in a fucking mortuary with a riding crop beating the shit out of a fucking corpse. And totally <laughs> not, can, not like, understanding that Molly Hooper's trying to flirt with him. She's asking him for coffee. Like, oh, do you want to get a coffee? He's like, yeah, this is how I take it. Bring it back to me. Like, just... <sighs> and the way he, like, deducts everything about Watson when he first meets him, like... That episode is fucking fantastic. Oh, and then my favorite part of that episode is when he goes to the crime scene where the woman in the entirely pink garb has been found. And there's the two um, cops or whatever that are on the scene. The chick, who's a complete fucking cunt to him. And then Anderson. And he, like, deducts that the fucking chick was staying at Anderson's house last night. And he was like, oh, well, how did you know that? It's like, oh, she's wearing your deodorant. And by the state of her knees, I can tell she was scrubbing the floor or something like that. I was like, god damn. <laughs> whoa whoa yeah, sherlock that's a lot the, the deductive reasoning in this show is so impressive that you try to do it later and then you can't you can't <laughs> no but, but like i, I want to do that i want to deduce people like that and you try, you think you can and then you're like oh well part of part of it is because that's scripted but also part of it's just because yeah he's a high nobody's he, that smart no but they call it's funny one of the things I remember them saying, and I think it may have been in the first episode, but I may be wrong, but they call Sherlock a psychopath. Oh, uh, yeah. They, goes, they, they, yeah, they call him a psychopath, and then he corrects them and says he's a high-functioning sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> which he sticks to that to a T throughout the entire series. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking nut. Um, After that, you have the episode, I forget, Um, it's with the Chinese circus that's in town. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? And Watson uh, starts dating, and then there's like this whole uh, cipher system where people were smuggling in stuff from China and selling it on the black market. That was all right. And then yeah. the introduction to Moriarty is probably tied for my favorite episode of the entire series, where he sends Sherlock these different puzzles, and it's like his introduction to him, and he wants to play games with him, and he's like got different innocent bystanders like uh, strapped into bombs and stuff like that. And they're, like, reading text messages from Moriarty, like, telling him Sherlock which puzzles he has to solve and how much time he has to do it. Andrew Scott that is Moriarty. great. He's, he's a Moriarty's great adversary. Moriarty's a nut. 
yeah, he's a great adversary to to um Sherlock, not only just in, in the character, but also, you know, Andrew Scott is to Benedict Cumberbatch because they play off each other so well. And his, I love listening to him talk because his cadence is so odd. Like the way he delivers lines is kind of, and like, it's yeah, weird. the way he delivers it, like, cause he'll give it like, uh-huh. like, I don't even, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, I don't even know how to describe what he's saying. Like it's, just it's all over the place. It's bizarre and it's, it's meant to be bizarre and it is, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Um, then, so that's the end of the first season. And then the next season starts off with the Irene Adler, the woman story. Do you remember mm-hmm. that one? Yes. That's probably my favorite one of that season. Cause then after that, we get the Hounds of Baskerville and I, first, Which is- oh, and then the Sherlock having to kill himself or whatever. So that Moriarty doesn't kill his friends. Yeah, it's so, it's yeah. like um, it's almost like watching Murder She Wrote and CSI at the same time. Yeah, is what is what, what all these things feel like. But um, what is her name? Oh, one thing we haven't said though is uh, you know how they treat Mrs. Hudson this whole Ms. time. Miss Hudson, oh, I love her. Not your housekeeper, dear. Hmm? I love how she's constantly reminding them that she's not their housekeeper. Oh, yeah. And like, here you get it yourself. And there's one scene where I think Bycroft yells at Mrs. Hudson. He goes, Do shut up, Mrs. Hudson. And Sherlock immediately yells at him, like, Bycroft. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. He's like, But Mrs. Hudson, do shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and she just goes along with it and just kind of yeah. real nice. You know, but she's such a perfect addition to the whole thing. She is. And I love how they updated her with her having the drug, like, dealer ex-husband who sure like helped her get put away <laughs> very like clever. he got put in jail because that was how Sherlock like helped her it was just it's wow it's a lot <clears throat> so what are your, some of your favorite episodes of the show um well i mean obviously the hounds of baskerville because i remember you know i can't even remember when there's been so many incarnations of sherlock um over the years I don't know if it was an animated version or what I saw. I mean, it could have been anything, but I remember that story from in the past. Uh, so that episode was, was pretty damn awesome. Um, I don't remember it like I want to, <laughs> but uh, I remember that. I being didn't my, like that episode one. that much. A hundred percent with like, to be honest, that one, I felt like it could have been a lot creepier. It could have been a lot more intense. And I feel like it kind of let me down. I felt very bored when I was watching that one. And that might be just because I never read any of the any of the books or never really knew the story before, but it didn't really get me didn't yeah. get me into it. Well, it might have been for me also that the uh, not nostalgia, but the familiarity with it was I was like, oh, I hope they do that. And they did. So I was really, really excited for it. Um, but I mean, I watched the show well after it came out. So <laughs> I kind of cheated and looked ahead and see what they had. And I was like, yes. I, so I was really anticipating that episode. Um but that was great. What was the episode with the there was the guy in the field? Was that the first episode? The guy, the guy in the shot? field. That was the one with the woman where he gets killed by the boomerang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one with Irene Adler, where yeah, she's basically a dominatrix was, and has compromising also pictures awesome. and has all kinds of intel that she's not supposed to have. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We end up finding out that she loves Sherlock, and she was fine. I really one of my favorite parts of the show is the different interactions with the core characters. So 
Like we talked about Mrs. Hudson with the boys. I love the interaction between Sherlock and Dr. Watson. Again, with Molly Hooper, with Lestrade, like even with Mycroft at times where he's not being such a fucking cocksmoker. There's there's <laughs> a like lot Mycroft. of really good interactions and rapport and familiarity and just it seems natural. I really like it. I don't, yeah. however, I did not like Mary Watson. I'm not going to lie. No, no. I didn't like the whole the whole Miss Watson arc at all. No. Um, but it, I think it was because, I mean, that sounds mean, but I just kind of liked the boys club at that point in time. I did too. I didn't like having this chick come in and having her fuck up the damn vibe. Yeah. She like, was Yoko Onuing all over that bitch. Yeah, like, hey, and actually, you know, it got the show got worse once she got introduced. It did a little bit. It did a little bit. She it because the the driving force of the show is the arc between Sherlock and Martin Freeman because you know Martin Freeman had a lot of uh, Watson. I don't know why I keep calling him Martin Freeman. Watson had a lot of you know baggage going into the start of the show. He's a war veteran, had some bad shit happen, and then Benedict Cumberbatch is the high functioning sociopath, so has no friends. So the fact that they're able to get along with each other and not get along, but coexist and kind of develop a bond with each other is like the best part of the show. So when that was kind of wedged in between, and then you find out like you know Miss Watson's kind of like this bitch this whole time like she's kind of double crossing everybody then it kind of yeah. you're like what was the point of that in the first place you know yeah um i didn't like the finale for the third season um where it was like this guy that's got all this fucking i guess blackmail fodder on all important types of people and he's like got it stored in his mind palace essentially where there's no actual like place to get him I feel like that was a Mads Maxson's brother or something like that. Um, I did not like that episode at all. I actually, the third, the third season was fine, but it didn't blow me out of the water. The fourth season, if you want to go ahead and talk about it, you and I both started watching it. As soon as it came out, we watched the first episode and neither of us went back to it or even finished the first episode. I finished it two days ago for the show Hmm. and it was a chore. Like it was only three episodes. It was like, what is that? Four and a half, five hours. It took me a good part of like 10 hours to suffer through it because I just kept pausing it and doing other things and not paying attention. Yeah. I was really disinterested. And then after I watched the first episode, I watched it when it came out, like the night or the night after. And, uh, I was, it was such a laborious watch. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I've got a lot of shit going on. I'm going to wait for all these episodes to come out. And then I'm going to go back and watch them when they're on Netflix and watch them all. And I just never got around to doing it. And I, I got, I became disinterested uh, to the point. I couldn't even really remember what was going on in season four, but I remember not liking the vibe um, it was, really at all. It was just a fucking, a trudge. And I can't pinpoint anything that really stood out as why, but it didn't have, I went back after watching season four, I went back and started wa- and rewatched season one over again. It didn't have the same pacing that season one had. It didn't have the same quick rapid fire, um, kind of dialogue and interactions. Like everything was so quippy and fast paced and just kind of sucked you in and made you think about it. Whereas Sherlock in season four is very disinterested in everything he's doing. And that really affects the storyline because it just fucking sucks. And 
Sherlock is a big fucking drug addict in season four. And that's how he's like trying to get Holmes to fucking come back to him. And it's just, it's, it is not at all what I wanted it to be. Yeah. It felt obligatory. It felt like, Oh, we have to do this. Like we have a Nobody wanted to be there. Nobody wanted to do it. They were all just collecting their paychecks and you fucking felt it. Well, you mentioned, I need to look this up, but you mentioned that maybe Benedict Cumberbatch and um, Martin Freeman aren't getting along, which would really, really upset me because they're like, they're also Bilbo and Smog. Yeah. Uh, and they're in the Marvel movies together now because, which they're in ironically. They're the Marvel movies. Who's Martin Freeman in the Marvel so movies? So Martin Freeman has a smaller part. He was like in Civil War. Uh, and I think he's going to be in Black Panther too. So he's like this. I don't know if he works for S.H.I.E.L.D. or the new version of S.H.I.E.L.D. or what it is, but he, I'm trying to remember right now, but he he's definitely in it. He's going to be in Black Panther next month. Um, so he's got like a smaller role, but he's there. And then, um, you know, obviously Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. But what's funny is um, Jude Law is about to join the Miss um, Marvel movie or whatever, you know, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, whatever it's called. So then you've um, got RDJ and Jude Law and Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Yeah, so you have both sets of Sherlock's and both sets of Watson's. That's fucking funny. And if I don't get a line somewhere in there where Doctor Strange is talking to Iron Man and he says, no shit, Sherlock, or vice versa, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I, need it, I need it to happen. I need that to happen. So, yes. Uh, fan service is bad usually, but that one would be so great. That would be fucking great. Let's see. How would, I guess, I'm putting in into Google search, Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman, would you call it like dispute or relationship? Or feud. Feud. There you go. That's the word I'm looking for. All right. Um, Who are some of your favorite characters on the show while I'm looking this up? Um, well, obviously, uh, you know, obviously Sherlock and Holmes, but... Um, Mark Gaddis is Mycroft. Yeah, is, he's just such a smug. Well, he's a dick, and but so is so is uh, Sherlock. So the way they play off each other is almost as good as the um, Watson Sherlock relationship. And yeah. uh, he can kind of get his goat and get under Sherlock's skin a little bit, and vice versa. They they really, uh, Sherlock, I feel like Sherlock always gets the upper hand with him, but uh, you know. Mark Gaddis kind of has him by a string at certain times in the show. Like he kind of, uh, you realize he's boss uh, when it all gets down to it. So my, obviously Mycroft is Sherlock's brother. Um, if I didn't yeah. mention that, um, other than that, you know, a character that they really developed pretty well was Rupert Graves character. I thought he was going to be kind of just like there every once in a while, but they really bring him in and he's all, oh, I feel like he's always getting shit on. Like he's just getting the worst end of the stick. Um, oh, always. Yeah. But I, I like I like uh, Doctor Lestrade uh, in the show too, and also Detective Inspector Lestrade Wesley. Detective Inspector Lestrade. He's not a doctor. I love you. Oh, did I say doctor? Yeah, you kept saying doctor. It's like the third time you've said it. Did I say call him a doctor three times? <laughs> yeah. I think that, was there another Doctor Lestrade in another show? Maybe it's one no. Or there was Dr. a Gregson Lestrange. and a Lestrade. Maybe that's what I'm thinking Doctor of Doctor Strange. Strange. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Doctor Lestrange heard. Oh my god. Um all right, before I tell you my favorites, so I found mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of articles that came out right about a year ago 
says that um, there is no love lost between the pair, meaning Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. They aren't mates, and they don't spend time together away from the show. They're professional and very polite to each other, but there's no not the warmth you'd expect after filming for six years. Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Now that their careers have taken off, both have become Hollywood stars. Um, the source told The Sun that neither Benedict nor Martin have a huge desire to come back for another season. It's a feeling of the fans of the show that they'd watch when they watch The Final Problem. And the late Mary Watson, spoiler alert, Mary dies, uh, was heard giving an emotional speech, blah, blah, blah. So basically they don't care about each other. They've worked together for six years. They don't give a fuck. Whatever. Mm. No, so they don't hate each other, but they just like, they're, they've outgrown each other, it seems. Mm. They don't appreciate each other. That's sad. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I just want everybody to be best friends. Like, they don't, it, Everybody doesn't have to be best friends, but I feel like they're both so good at what they do, and they're both so enjoyable to watch interact with each other that it's really disappointing that they didn't gain anything from that relationship. Yeah, it's weird. Like, if, if somebody told me that, like, David Spade and um, Chris, Chris Farley hated, hated each other, like, that would have broke my heart. You know bit. what I mean? Well, not hate each other. I mean, but you know, don't. I need them to be best friends. Okay, they're just completely indifferent towards each other. Like that's, that's just so sad. Yeah, because they be indifferent to sword towards somebody that has such a great talent. You know what? And I'm it's not so buying enjoyable. It. I've decided I'm not going to buy it because they're also Bilbo and Smog. They're also that. Like they, like they worked. Uh, if they hated each other. Like and just didn't. It like doesn't each other. say they hate each other. It just says they don't give a fuck about each other. But if they didn't give a fuck about each other, I feel like if they were really sick of being around each other and didn't want to spend it's all, all that time together. It's all about the money, money, money. I guess, I guess, but I'm not buying it. And they're in Marvel together now too. I don't want to believe it. Go where the That's dollars really pay, dude. I don't know. I don't want to believe it. You okay. don't want to believe it. That's totally fine. They're best I... friends. For me, I think I prefer Watson to to Holmes, but just ever so slightly. But I well, really, a, I think those two are the core, like, draw of the show. I really, I fucking get a charge out of them. I love Sherlock's one-liners. How he slams the door in Anderson's face and just, like, gives no fucks about anybody is amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look, if I'm having a beer with one of them, it's definitely Watson. That's oh, absolutely. Cool all day. Yeah. I, w- I would feel so insecure around Sherlock the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I'll like, shoot some fucking heroin with Sherlock all day. He and I will hang out. That yeah. was The other thing they updated was his drug use and addiction. Like, it's, uh, it's definitely updated. He's, like, hanging out in smack houses and fucking doing H, and he's got nicotine patches on because he can't smoke his pipe or can't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. He's, he's a little messed up. Oh, he's hugely fucked up. Like, you didn't see season four, but so, in the first episode, spoilers, uh, uh, spoilers, first episode, at the end of the episode, Mary dies trying to save Sherlock, so Watson's pissed off at Sherlock after that, because mm-hmm. he feels like Sherlock is responsible for killing Mary, I feel like I remember and this. in order for Sherlock to get Watson to come back to him, he follows a, like follows the instructions that Mary left on some tape that basically says you have to put yourself in some kind of like serious danger in order for him to come to you and save you and I promise he will. So Sherlock puts himself like in the sights of a super serial killer and gets himself all super fucked up on drugs to the point where he's got like double kidney failure and all this shit and 
then Watson eventually comes and saves him. And then the third episode is some shit that Moriarty set up with, like, they turn, it turns out, oh my god, I fucking hate this as I'm even talking about it. So then it is revealed later on that Hull, or that Sherlock and Mycroft have a long lost sibling that Sherlock didn't know about. Oh, and see, mm, that's yeah, jump I hate the when they do this shit so much. That's jump the shark right now. Like, there's there's rules. Like, and the reason I quit watching Walking Dead is because it broke those rules. When you have a fake death, a pregnancy, or like a long lost stranger or something, and you bring it back into the show. That's they already did when... the fake death with Sherlock at the end of season three. Well, that was a little different, though. That was like... Yeah, you knew it was supposed to be fake. However, they drug it out the entire fucking first episode. Right. I mean, yeah. So they did kind of do that, too. Um, but, I mean, Walking Dead So now Dead we're that in... Like... Yeah. Like, basically, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like, eleven movies, basically, in, and we find out there's a long-lost sibling. Yeah. And how, like, how does Sherlock okay. figure this shit out? And of course she's in the fucking nut house, because why wouldn't she be? And of course she's better at deductive anything than the rest of them, because why wouldn't she be? And of course fucking um, Moriarty got to her before he died, because why wouldn't he? And she's what? the final problem. What? It's just, uh, yeah. Wes. No. Yeah. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. It's it- fucking bad. It's so fucking jump. It jumps the shark so hard that <laughs> it can't come I back. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. I, yeah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I'm just gonna stick to this. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to. If I, they uh, come back for a fifth season, I'm not fucking watching it. Yeah, no, I'm done. I mean, as they is, shit all over a great fucking show. Unless they just, you know, sometimes a show will be like, okay, we really fucked up. Let's see if we can fix Arrested it. Arrested Development like, season four, yes. Yeah. Well, even Walking Dead right now, which I stopped watching like two seasons ago. They just fired all their showrunners. Will I give the next season a chance? If I hear it's nope. good and it's gotten better, I might go back and, you know, give it a chance. But most of the time that doesn't happen. Once a show jumps the shark, it's usually done. And usually the, the pregnancy or the fake death or a combination of both is, is usually the signal. Mm, the show's fucked. So. They. Yeah took a giant fucking Cleveland steamer on Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> it is Ouch. so bad. Oh, man. Like, like I said, I suffered through, and I got to points where I realized I was being distracted, and so I had to rewind and like go back and start again. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is fucking bad. Oh, Wesley, I, if I could in detail describe to you how bad the last episode is without fucking making me kill myself right now, I would do it. Yeah, don't. I mean, you've I said enough. You've said enough. There's so it's so much worse than I am even telling you. <sighs> I don't even want to know about it. But thanks for the warning. I mean, but all that said, okay, like we're shitting on it pretty hard right now. The first three seasons uh, of this show are pretty damn good, and I would put them. The first season's you know, fucking untouchable. Is as untouchable. It's it's like in. There's, you know, Breaking Bad, and then there's uh, the first season of True Detective. Second season's garbage. Um, but the first season of True Detective, um, and then Sherlock is right up there with that for me. I mean, it's like maybe next in line. Obviously, Stranger Things is pretty good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, the first three seasons of that show, I was really, really into. The dialogue is great. The characters, the characters are so good in Sherlock. Yes. They really, really are. I mean, it drives the show, and you get attached to them. Um, it's, 
it almost feels like you know how you get attached to characters and story arcs in a sitcom it feels like that except it's like a real you know it's not a sitcom it's like a you know no, it's a not, mini it's, movie it, it's a very interesting way that they kind of filmed this and aired it because they could have gone any other way but to kind of have an hour and a half quote-unquote episode with only three episodes a season is very unusual yeah very bizarre but it's perfect for how you know they follow they chose to present it you know yeah i agree sitting down to watch an episode of sherlock is not something that you do on the fly you have to plan that shit yeah absolutely you have to set aside a good chunk of time pop some popcorn Pour a beer or a Coca-Cola or cheer wine if you're in North Carolina. Or cheer wine. Or cheer and wine. You know what's or great Pepsi about Sherlock? Pepsi-Cola. You know, I was just going to say, a total ADD just jumped in. But you know what's great about Sherlock is you don't have to binge it. You could watch one one week and one the next week and you're not like yeah. lost. And so that's a good thing too because sometimes people don't want to binge. And I really enjoyed that for Sherlock where like I watched one. And I started watching the second one, and I was like, oh, I don't feel like binging this right now. And I knew instantly that I could just watch it later. And so I watched yeah. one, like, each week. And I really, that was like a treat each week to, to do that. So that was pretty awesome, too. Well, because I'm a nut, and I do binge. I was, like, falling asleep by the third episode of a season. I'm like, oh, my God, I've been watching this for so long. Wait, wait, the Hounds of Baskerville are doing what? I was, <laughs> I was like, the last 30 minutes of the last episode, it was it was challenging. Cause it's an mm. investment, dude. That's that's a lot. Uh, it's a lot, and you have to pay attention because it's so smart and it's so quick. It is and very so well written. If you're yeah. not paying attention, you just fuck. It's like House of Cards with he who shall not be named yes. being excluded from it. That's some shit you have to pay attention to. It's not like Scrubs or fucking Community where you can half-ass it and still be aware of what's going on. You have to be fucking paying attention. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're not sure whether you're not, like, hey, I may be stupid. Like, I'm not sure if I'm stupid or not. Don't watch the show. <laughs> like, like if you have to like think for a second if you're stupid, then you're, <laughs> don't watch the show. <laughs> is that mean? Yes. <laughs> it probably is. Yes, but also, is. nobody thinks they're stupid anyway. But if you oh hesitate, if you hesitate, then don't watch. <laughs> don't watch the show. For those of you wanting to reach Wesley, it's at via VHS. On Twitter, that's B I A B H S. My God. Well, I mean, if they if they truly are stupid, okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> They're not gonna so, be able to So here's find the deal: you. if they truly are stupid and they <laughs> contact me and say they're offended because they're stupid, <laughs> then I don't have to say. I mean, like, what? What do I say to that? You already beat yourself. <laughs> So that's kind of my answer to that question. Like, I I just want to say that I'm clearly stupid and I'm offended (laughs) uh, by your comments. Stupid is as stupid does, Wesley. Oh, that is definitely the gift that would be sent in response. Um, 100%. Uh, So, yeah, if you're stupid, don't watch Sherlock. There it is. No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) Oh, my God, Wesley. Who are you going to marry? Who are you going to bang? Who are you going to kill? Oh, and Sherlock? Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is tough. Um, like, So don't judge me. I want to keep it completely heterosexual here. Uh, That's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Mary. Let's see. Mm. Actually, okay. I'll marry. 
I'll marry uh, Sherlock. Yeah, why not? Whoa. Yeah. Really? Keep, yeah, why That's not? That's fucked up. Okay. He don't... No. Okay, well, you're going to you're have to have sex with him because I'm pretty sure he's completely asexual. So that's fine. Exactly. Okay, that's what I was going to get to, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, I guess I like being berated and told I'm stupid, so... Right? Um, no, not... Nah, okay, well, I'll marry... I'll marry, marry Miss Hudson. I feel like she's nice okay. to have around. Yeah, she's... she's uh. Uh, so Mary fuck kill right? Um, yeah. Who would I kill? This is oh I'm killing uh, Mary uh, Mary Watson. She's dead. Oh yeah, I'm down. She's gone. Uh, and I'm trying to remember. Um, what Molly was the girl? Hooper. Yeah. Molly Hooper. Oh no, I don't know. Um, she. I mean, maybe. Oh, uh, are you talking about the woman Irene Adler? Maybe Adler, but I'm thinking I'm thinking Sarge, Sergeant Sally Donovan here. Oh, you know she gives BJ's, so there you go. Yeah, I think that might be the direction I'm going here. Okay. Yeah, we're going with Sally Donovan. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yep. Okay. I'm going to Mary Watson. Okay. I'm going to Bang Lestrade. <laughs> okay. And, I mean, he's the cutest British guy on the show. It's totally fine. Yeah, okay. And... I was going to say kill Anderson, but I think I want to kill Mary Watson, too. I fucking yeah, I hate her. I understand. She sucks. And that's actually Martin Freeman's, like, long-term girlfriend in real life. Oh, really? Sorry, Martin Freeman. That's yeah. probably Sorry, what happened Freeman. with him. And that's what happened with him and Benedict. She you really think? She really yokoed it. She really she did. She yokoed the fuck out of that shit. She fuck did. you. Man. Fucking bitch. No, but she's a, she's a great actress, though. She, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. She ruined the show, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, so she can die yeah. in a fire. Oh man, oh man. Uh, real quick, I want to ask you though, and I know you're trying to yeah. wrap up, but I. So, are you partial to the Benedict Sherlock over the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock? So I've tried watching the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock's after because I tried watching Robert Downey Jr.'s before I got into Benedict Sherlock. I didn't get into it. I think I fell asleep because I was like watching it when I was sick or something. So I watched Benedict Sherlock and I was like going through my withdrawals in between seasons. And I was like, all right, I'm going to watch Robert Downey Jr. again. Again, I fell asleep. I was like, motherfucker, this is not interesting to me. Apparently I love RDJ in everything he does, but I cannot get into his Sherlock at all. See, Okay. So I don't think the movies are as good as the show in general. Like they're just not as good, but um, I I like his Sherlock a lot. You know what I've decided is that, um, I like Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock a little bit better, but they're both really good and they're different because one's a movie and one's in the present, one's in the past. So I don't know, but they're both really, really good. But I do, I will say this. If you took Martin Freeman out of the modern Sherlock and put Jude Law in there, that would be a whole, I, I would, Jude Law's the man. He's one of my favorite actors. I love some Jude Is Law. Is he really? Yeah, I like Jude Law. Yeah. Huh. I'm indifferent he, towards Jude Law. He he's like care. a really he's like a skinny Phil Collins. And he just Yeah. I don't he know why I feel like that. Me. He hasn't impressed me with anything he's done. He he's he's interesting. He's interesting in most things that you're he gonna does. have I'll, to give me you have to give me some examples uh at some point so I can because I literally he has not blown me out of the water with anything he's done. Oh, uh, you know, telling Mr. Ripley, uh Seen it, didn't care it. Matt Damon, however, Matt Damon, was Matt fantastic. Damon. Uh, Grand Pudo Paltrow can die 
every day. I hate her. The only time I've ever been disappointed in anything Jude Law really done uh, did was um, The Young Pope. I thought I was going to like that show, and it was just weird. I didn't see that. Don't, I'm going to have to look don't. through his filmography and see what's worth the shit. Because, I mean, Alfie I was not impressed with. Fucking Sherlock I was not impressed with. <sighs> oh, he was Errol Flynn in The Aviator, too, which was really good. Uh, uh, oh, I Cold did Mountain. not make it all the way through The Aviator. Cold Mountain. Didn't see it. Oh, that was good. But don't watch it because it's got a horrible ending. <laughs> it has like one of the worst ending. Like seriously, the it actually might be the worst ending to anything ever. Totally unrelated, but it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. All right, Wesley, we'll tell everybody where they can find your show and shit like that. You can find me in St. Louis rolling on doves, smoking them doves and clubs. No, um. Uh, you can find via VHS. Yeah, you liked it. That was my nailing. Yeah. That was my country grammar. <laughs> um, it, I, you should have done North Carolina. Come on and bring your shirt up, spin it around your head like a helicopter. It says Statesville in that song, which is my hometown. Really? Yeah, he said some something Halifax Stateville, and all my blankety blank right behind, right here, right here, right here, right here. Say North Carolina. It gets me hype. It makes me think of the Tar Heels <laughs> dunking on people. That's what it makes me think of. Um. So, no, uh, yeah, via VHS on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Pornhub, all of them. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Sweet. Well, thank you, Wes, for coming thank back you. from the first episode to the most recent What What? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that's really, I, I mean, it really, I need, I think I need to be on here once a season. I think it should be a staple because I, I say so. <laughs> Done? Okay, cool. Done. I thought of one Jude Law movie that I like, but it's not because okay. he does anything amazing in it. Uh, Closer is actually a really good movie, but not because okay. of him. Okay. That's fair. So, yeah. I still I still maintain my indifference towards Jude Law until proven otherwise. Those of you listening, if there's something that Jude Law did that impressed you, please tell me because I'm curious. That's all. There's a bunch of nan. There's a bunch of nannies in the UK who are going to be writing in. <laughs> Have you shown me pictures of their kids? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sienna Miller. My bad. Ooh. I apologize. I also want to take a minute to remind everybody to check out the current run on Podfix Presents. We are right now featuring a Wizard Rewind, which takes a look back at the Wizard magazine in its entirety. Each episode is one issue. We've got Jake and Tom from the Junk- Drunken Dork. Uh, They're heading that, and they have a different guest on each episode, and I'm going to be on shortly, so check it out. All right. Anyways, that is it for Rabbit Ears. We will catch you on the flip side? Yeah. right? Yeah, why not? Yeah. We're gangster. You guys have a great day, or night, or morning, whenever you're listening. Peace out, Cub Scout. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Solve a mystery.